Blog Talk Radio. Scientific breakthroughs, the unveilings, spiritual revelations, the openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish raw flesh, vampire, vegetarian, I'm a malnutrition, chemically imbalanced, Ethiopian, in Helen Kush, blue projects get pushed, mold with the bush, standing on the middle line, no defining, swirling dervish, in between space and time, it's a fixed Tuesday, another news day, north, east, west, south, west, not here to confuse the day, just diffuse the way, uh, another
Yeah, thanks. Um, we're back from another little brief uh, seven days or seven seconds. <laughs> it was like it was just yesterday once again. But uh, give thanks to those who came before and those who come after. I say, I say. Also, I want to give thanks to the first world order fan out there, keeping it going, staying, staying moving forward in all things. It's peace. We are going to go into today's topic, um, hologram. The hologram is more the same. I've, I've done this, uh, I've spoken on this topic before. The whole message is just going to be pretty much like, Anything else is just another way of saying it. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to bring some more information towards the um, table, too. Put it on there to see if we can eat a little bit more. It's going to get a little bit better this time. It's seasoning on it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of bland uh, the first time around, but I'm going to put some uh, extra extra toppings on it. Not in in that corner board, man. Like, it's going to be a herb board. With uh, with some good diet cheese, what do you call it? D A I Y A from a whole booth or something like that. But that's all, Pete. So we're going first. I want to play um, ten minute John. It's going to be ta- it's pretty much uh pertaining to what the topic of discussion is tonight. Um, hologram and the whole message. If you can recall, the whole message breaks. The hologram, the word breaks down to whole message. Um, from Greek, whole, los, means whole. And then you have the um, old English, how, which means entire whole as well. All the way to uh, uh, photo, Indo-European, Calio, which also means whole or uninjured. And also means it goes to the old church, Slavonic, cellular or whole, meaning complete or also health. After health, complete. So health goes to complete, complete. I mean, in a comedic sense, it means Tim, or Tim means complete. And that also goes back to the word active or Adam. Then the word ground. Means um, it's a noun. That, the noun ground means that which is written or marked. So that's uh, something that's written. It can also mean letters. It can mean to draw. It also could break down to text. But um, so holo or hold the whole hollow, and ground means the whole letter or the whole text or the whole message. Holograms the whole message, not half the message complete message, not the incomplete message. You know, some things are in half truth, so that's not the whole message. So we're bringing in something, some things have been half truths, and then we, um, you know, capitalize on the whole message to really see what it is that we're looking at from a um, higher point of view, not from the, you know, linear type of vision, the two eyes, but from the higher perspective. So, higher stuff. But also whole Means holy can go into holy. Holy means sacred or um, divine. <clears throat> so you look at the the word, um, the Gothic word, holy means holy. 
as well as the old high German word halal, also meaning holy or divine, sacred. And that was adopted from, and converted from the Latin sanctus, which means um, divine and holy as well. You can go to Hebrew, the word for holy is kadesh, or holy one. The word um, Bible, holy Bible, Bible means book, also words or text. So you have the holy Bible. Holy Bible basically is a divine book. But also, you can go and look at, at the word holy in Greek. It's helio. stems from the word helio. And helio means sun. So sun and biblio, so a Bible or a book. So it's the sun book. The sun book certainly um, be looked at as the Perkim Haru. So the Perkim Haru, which means uh, to go forth into the light, it's the original um, derivation. It's the original version of what we would call the Holy Bible, where we, where the, um, uh, you know, the Senate in uh, Constantine, back in what 322, um, before the Christian era, BCE, they developed a, a system that we call Christianity today, off of uh, ancient scripts that were stolen out of out of uh, Alexandria. All right, so um, in that in that whole scenario or whatnot, the um the book that, that we ended up with was called the, the Holy Bible, but basically that's the Helios Biblos, some book which can extend back to Pratim Haru to go forth into the light, and also the word Metuneta. We're looking at Holy Bible, Holy meaning divine or sacred, Bible meaning book, Medu Medu meaning word. And the two meaning divine or Matu meaning the language or not. So we got Madu Natir, Natir, sacred or divine, and Madu word. So that's the Holy Bible again. Madu Natir meaning um, divine word, word. Right? So there we have um, there we have the Holy Bible or the whole hologram, how, how the hologram um can correspond to the Holy Bible, how the Holy Bible can correspond to um, the Sun Book or Pratim Haru, as well as Medjunetir, the movie, the Holy Script, or Hieroglyphs. Message means to communicate, transmit via a messenger, message, message, so mes or mishah. Mishah means um, the anointed, right? So, and, um, Age, so this is the anointed age, so the anointed time. All right, so it also uh, mess with sage. Sage means wise, so it's the anointed wise one, or the, the anointed knowledgeable one, or learned one, skillful one. Also, if you look at it like the wizard, the wizard of Oz, the wizard of Oz, wizard means skillful. The wizard means one who is skillful or a master. So we're talking about the Oz thing, soul. Oz means soul 21 grams. You know, an ounce or eyes, ounce, 28 grams. Uh, we could simplify that or round it off to 21. The 21 is uh, the weight, it's the hypothetical weight of the soul by experiment, though. So they had, they did come to conclusions and they averaged out that a person's soul or what was left out, what was not uh, intact after they weighed a person after their ascension or after their transition, they were 21. Uh, grams less weight in, in most individuals after that process, after that experiment. But uh, that 21 grams 
ounce. So, you know what I'm saying? So, wise or skillful uh, one or master of souls, master of soul, master of your soul. You are the master of your soul. So, you are the wisdom wise at 21 grams. But, um, must I, next sage, is the master of um, wisdom. Or, I mean, it's the um, mess is anointed, so it's the master, anointed the master, mess age. And we're going through the Aquarius age, and this is also what we would call the um, um, the age of information. So that would be the whole text, or the whole message. The whole message is information, and what is this information? This information is light. And as we know, uh, for, for any type of um, hologram or any type of physical reality to exist, in the physical sense that we can participate with through the um, eyes or whatnot, through the physical eyes, it has to have light in abundance of photons. All right, so, but I'm going to go ahead and get into um, playback. Uh, this is, uh, not playback, but this is uh, Hidden Science. Called, I think it was called Hidden Science uh, Made Known. Something like that, but I cut it up into little pieces. But this is a ten-minute rendition of uh, some of the information within that two-hour uh, little discourse that the people had. They were trying to sell some type of uh, item throughout this this uh um what this information, but uh, I didn't put that. I didn't know. I didn't, you know, we ain't trying to sell anything right here, right now, right like that. You know what I mean? So I'm going to play this, but let me get to it real quick, though. I'm going to play this, and um, enjoy it. Then we're going to get into the knit and grit on the other side. So after these messages, uh, the body is not a separate entity, uh, all its different parts just acting alone. There's um, a mind-body interaction that has a lot to do with the development of disease, in general. There's a definite mind-body connection. Uh, a lot of people channel their stress into their heart and uh, we know that stress and adrenaline that's produced by stress uh, goes into the heart and can affect the heart in an adverse way that can create abnormal heart rhythms, uh, spasm of the arteries of the heart, and um, clogging up of the arteries of the heart due to uh, um, adrenaline causing platelets which are the blood clotting material in the body to coagulate. Adrenaline does all that and uh, um, in addition to spasm of the arteries. You see the heart is an electrical organ. It produces by far the strongest source of bioelectricity in our body up to 40 to 60 times stronger than the second most powerful source, which is the brain. This electrical energy travels through every single cell in our body and in a sense kind of binds the cells together. It's strong enough that it even can be detected outside the body, out into space, beyond the skin. It's not an awe that we're measuring when we do this or anything like subtle energy. What it is is very measurable electromagnetic energy, much like radio waves. And what we found is that the heart produces an electromagnetic field that surrounds our entire body in 360 degrees. And then it can be detected uh, about three to four feet with magnetometers outside the body. Researchers at the Manager Clinic in Kansas say they've detected it 10 to 12 feet. So regardless of how far it goes, what's interesting is that we produce this electromagnetic field that can be detected.
It can be measured with uh, sensitive uh, mainstream medical equipment. The human nervous system is an electrical energy system where positive and negative ions flow. We can even measure the surface electrical activity of the body at the fingertips using a simple voltage meter in the millivolt setting. Most human beings have far less than one volt total regardless of where we measure along the body. The numbers oscillate due to the numerous electrical pulses in our nervous system. Testing hundreds of individuals, our study has shown that everyone has different voltages at different moments in their lives. Children tend to test around a quarter of a volt, while adults can range anywhere between 0.5 and 31 hundredths of a volt. If we are less than a one and a half volt battery, how can we broadcast a powerful energy signature? And how can we hear a message that is meant for us? The greatest mind control experiment the government ever did on us is tell us that our minds are not powerful. In the year 2009, I conducted hundreds of voltmeter tests on the human nervous system from age groups from, you know, literally children to teenagers to middle years and to elderly years. I found that all human beings have different millivolt ranges in their nervous system. Our nervous system runs positive and negative ions throughout our body, through our hands and our feet and our chest. Our entire body is being energized by the central nervous system and the autonomic nervous system. People who have medical conditions such as severe depression or nervous system disorders such as MS have millivolt ranges that go between somewhere around five and maybe nine millivolts. Now to give you a comparison, the average person ranges between 50 or maybe even 30 and 100 millivolts. That's the average person in the average state of consciousness. A millivolt is one one thousandth of a volt. So our body is running between maybe you know 30 and and 100 millivolts optimally that's when we're really in our optimal range if there was a way to raise the human body voltage which is the electricity in our nervous system to higher levels that super athletes train to get their nervous systems up to two full volts per cell which is 2000 millivolts what will happen to our consciousness will it be easier for us to project our thoughts to cooperatively affect our reality? Will it be easier for us to apply a stronger signal to the law of attraction? Think of a radio. You know, you're trying to listen to your favorite song on the radio and you can barely hear it because your radio doesn't have enough power. Well, your body is like a radio transmitter receiver. If you don't have enough energy in your system and you're trying to send thoughts out into the universe to cooperatively affect your reality, to attract your soulmate, to attract a business idea, to become more creative, and you don't have enough power in your nervous system, the chances of you manifesting your reality the way you want it to be are going to be much lower. So you need to increase your energy levels first, which you can do by meditation, and you can also do by using you know technologies like we're talking about here. Our future soul match might be trying to broadcast us a message, but if we are not tuned, we will not hear what they are trying to tell us. You either need more power or a more finely tuned radio. 
Did the ancient stone builders know the secret healing powers of spiritual vibration stone technology? Did they know that stones and crystals could hold memory? At the University of California at Stanford in 1993, scientists were able to store a movie of a hummingbird in three dimensions and a separate movie of the Mona Lisa painting inside of a crystal and get it to stay there. If that sounds impossible to you, this is an ordinary sheet of plastic. It's called a DVD. And all it is, is plastic with a mirror, shiny coating on the bottom. A laser bounces through that sheet of plastic, bounces off the mirror coating on the bottom, and sends back the information, a movie, a song, your computer files, whatever you want to store in it, to retrieve it so that you can see pictures, you can hear songs, you can hear voices and you can see photographs and all of your data files in ordinary plastic. Super athletes and psychics and healers and telepaths have much higher body voltage than the average person. Dr. William Tiller conducted human voltage studies on human beings who were Qigong masters or healers demonstrating extrasensory abilities. 50 to 100 millivolts is natural if you if you put electrodes on the ear, um, which is a norm for the body in, in physiological tests, then you're talking about a few millivolts. But if you're working with a healer, as we did some experiments, uh, copper wall experiments with Elmer, Elmer Green and I did this back in the 70s, um, then the, uh, the healer, you can measure body voltages on the walls, um, and we found that a healer could increase the body voltage on a, on a wall, uh, reflected, of course, from the body or, or received by transmission from the body, um, 25 volts, 50 volts, 100 volts, 250 volts. We have been able to get signatures of that size. And basically, I was very interested in that, and I, I created a theoretical model that, that what happens when a healer uh, is projecting healing to someone, that at some place in the body, there is a, a, a site where the action occurs to give, bring about this transmission of energy. And when I looked at Nora, uh, Elmer's data, he had five pieces of experiments, thermal data. He had the voltage on the ear, and he had voltage on four walls. One in front, one behind, one above, one below. So five equations and five unknowns it should solve. And so I solved those equations, and I found that for this particular healer, the source, the primary source, was um, the Dantian point, below the, just below the belly button. Is our bio-consciousness likened to a living computer system having its own power supply, memory, feelings, and the ability to transmit information. Well, imagine that you yourself have been designed, evolved, to be the most positively brilliant quantum level computer processor, solution generator, ever, ever evolved, designed, devised on planet Earth. The huge problem is that over the course of us growing up, most of us have taken on 
a whole series of computer viruses. So imagine that within yourself you might have as many as a hundred major viruses which are clogging the ability to, of that computer to function at its most brilliant levels. And but on the other hand, imagine if you could learn to clear that processor to the point where it would begin to totally hum in tune with the quantum field at such a level of openness and, and vibratory awareness that it would actually begin to function at the level that it was truly designed to function at. Okay, go ahead. Right there. It's all good. Car crash thunder and I cell phone in between that. But did you hear what he was talking about? That's that was a piece of work. Bit of information that I yeah, I ran across a couple of seconds ago. I don't know how I got it on here so fast. It's just like two seconds ago. But anyway. What he said though that was um one of the most imperative aspects of what as far as what I caught on to was the voltage rate. Talk about the average human being has a 50 to 100 millivolt. Millivolt is equal to one one-thousandth of a volt. And some beings have one volt, you know what I'm saying, but that's the, like the highest that most, you know, on average, as humans, that's the highest that we, uh, we can get it up to as far as uh, a voltage reading is concerned. That's the energy output, you know what I'm saying? So, we, we don't have we don't have like you know like a, a battery might be nine volts or something like that and you turn on whatever it juices up whatever object or I'll tell you item that we have right there in front of us. So I'm saying is there a way to increase this bioelectric voltage? You know, I'm saying that killers and athletes seem to have a higher voltage amount than the normal human being. So is there a way to increase your voltage reading or the your energy input and output. Yes, it is, and that will be as you, as you heard. He was he mentioned that a Qigong master had uh they did the five readings and they saw that he was reading at uh what was the twenty five volts? Well, they were they had read different Qigong masters the healers at up to twenty five to a hundred volts and sometimes two hundred and fifty volts. So that's a lot of power coming out of a human being, and they've actually um, put this down and documented this. It's actually true accounts of um, Qigong masters and healers having increased the amount of this this vitality or tea, basically prana, kundalini, melanin, basically. You know what I'm saying? He also did, uh, one of the individuals on there was mentioning crystals and how crystals hold memory, and they did the ancestors, quote unquote know that um, crystals to hold memory. Yeah, they did. There's, of course, a crystal at the top of the pyramid. You know what I'm saying? So, puts, um, no, don't get me started on that, but um, pyramid has this quartz at the top for what, you know, is getting light from the sun, solaric energy, but it's just like a pomegranate in essence. The pineal gland is somewhat like a, an eye because it has similar material. I'm going to read this real quick. Um, 
Melanin is secreted by the pineal gland. The pineal gland has a reddish color, and the stem of it is approximately half an inch to a length, to uh, a half an inch in length, and the head is smaller than a green pea. The total weight is about two grams. The pineal gland consists of nerve cells similar to those in the retina of the eye. The retina receives light stimulation, which it transmits to the brain. Then the pineal gland receives light and sound information and transmits it to the body. The pineal gland is located in a fluid field space called the third ventricle, a Brahma's cave inside the middle of the brain. The pineal gland stimulates the growth of nerve, the nervous um, of the nervous system cerebrum, cerebrum. The pineal gland stimulates the growth of the nervous system cerebrum or the thinking brain called gray matter. And in an understimulated pineal gland in, in child, if we have an understimulated pineal gland in childhood, it can decrease thinking ability in adulthood. Melanin allows nerve messages to travel fast without resistance, causing superconductivity. Um, melanated beings have the highest amount of melanin located on the upper part of the brain stem, where the lower part of the brain connects with the spinal cord. This causes the brain to store more information and function at higher levels. The function of the brain and body's melanin is reduced by steroids, corticoid, adrenal stimulants, synthetic speeds, cocaine, caffeine, and antidepressants or unnatural light. So that light at night, you know, don't turn it on. It depresses, uh, it suppresses the melanin output of steroids or even um, anti, well, you know, you got them NSA what's called NSAIDs, um, not steroid or anti-inflammatory drugs. That's still uh, depleting melanin or melatonin or any type of production of the body is curative and helpful. So the pineal gland um, produces melanin. Pineal gland is similar to the retina of the eye. You know what I'm saying? The eyes, uh, if you know the eyes, if you take the eye out and you uh, allow it to hit air, it hardens into a quartz crystal. So it's the eye's quartz when it's outside of the fluid field sector. There. So the eyes hold the memory, and it's very similar to the pineal gland. The retina is versus the whole the complete structure of the eye, but very similar to the pineal gland. But the pineal gland also holds light and sound, and inside that light sound is memory. But what is melanin? Melanin is a memory holder as well as the memory. So it, it is the memories and it's holding memories. So it holds all the memories and stores it, as well as it, it is uh, broadcasting other thoughts and everything into the conscious mind of the individual. Also with melanin, which is very powerful substance within melanated people. Melanin is the genetic key to our humanity, struggle, liberation, and to I think the original people of this planet Earth have excelled and propagated life with this enormous amount of uh, with the enormous amount of this chemical life substance called melanin. The word melanin is from the Greek word melanos, which um, which we know means black. But when we go and change, because of course the L is interchangeable, LNRs are interchangeable, so we change the L to an R, we have mer and anin. Mer means great sea and anin means lady, so it's the great, it's the late, it's the um, great sea of the lady. And also, 
uh, give thanks. Shekinah Ruk HaKadesh, which means uh, the bond feeling in the presence of the Holy One. Today is the International um, Day of win- for Women, so give thanks. I say, I say to all the God is a woman, God is a woman of men out there. But Ma Anin means the great sea of the lady, or Melanin. Mel means black, and the name is lady or queen, so it's the great sea or the black lady, or also the black queen or the great sea of the lady or the great sea of the queen. All right, so the greatest gift of nature and the source of this beauty is the precious chemical and life substance melanin. There is no real clear universal definition of what melanin is, yet its functions are known universally. It has a high, complex chemical molecular structure, which is normally black or brown in color. Melanin is black in order to allow its chemical structure to obtain, retain, and store light and sound, and also generate the light and sound energy zone, which it comes in contact with. Melanin, um, and melanated people have a higher sense of perception and the ability to communicate with the dead or the ancestral world, spirit world, as well as the cosmos and inter- interdimensional beings. Melanin is a complex chemical substance because it is it is um, present in all life. If it is a life giver, it can't be analyzed or broken down or fingerprinted, yet it is still a mystery to modern scientists. Our body is the macrocosm of the universe. And every chemical element present within the environment of the earth is also found within our bodies. Melanin is present in all the corners of nature, the galaxies, the sea, soil, the food, and even our mother's womb. All manifest the presence of this powerful chemical substance. So therefore, it's in the microcosm of the universe. It is present in all of our bodies, including it's present in all parts of our bodies, including the heart, lungs, liver, nerves, muscles, tendons, intestines. Melanated beings are gifted with the ability to reach high levels of performance due to the enhancing properties of energy performed by by melanin, uh, being able to have the ability to put to have a high energy output and um even in even in uh, high levels of energy in adverse conditions. The ability to relieve the brain. It also melanin also has the ability to relieve the brain of bodily uh, coordination, as melanin can also supervise physiological functions without the need to report to the brain. It has the ability to slow the aging process and protect us from the development of skin cancer. Melanin also has the miraculous ability to duplicate or reproduce itself. It is the first chemical that can capture light to reproduce itself. And it also can duplicate itself when the necessary energy sources are not available. So a daily intake of foods such as fruits and vegetables, nuts and seeds, um, consumed raw, um, if possible, 80-20, you know, 80-20, 80% raw, 20% everything else, not meaning everything else like that, but you know what I'm talking about. So um, fruits, vegetables, nuts and seeds, and uh, regular exercise contribute to molecules that are very supportive of good health and wellness and 
Also, in addition to the years of negative thinking, including fear, resentment, worry, bitterness, and anger, as well as as well as the body with toxic loads, it also may have a strong effect on our overall health. So, due to the nerve cells being influenced by um, biochemical processes through the bloodstream, when adrenaline is not necessarily needing to be introduced to the bloodstream. So, investigators have shown that the presence and importance of this dark pigment in the cytoplasm of trillions of nerve cells in the brain helps to bring about optimal health due to the impulses throughout the brain that are needed continuously, which we call consciousness. This dark pigment or melanin or neuromelanin acts as a semi or superconductor transmitting and regenerating the current needed for consciousness, intellect, and sensory and motor function throughout the body. So melanin is conscious. Conscious of being conscious. And to enhance the melanin, uh, basically, you know, raw fruits, vegetables, um, keeping it clean and purified. Melanin is water again, the great sea of the queen. So that great sea needs great water, thick water, you know, to keep it stimulated, keep it healthy, and keep it manifested. And that will also increase your energy output because the more light, the more energy. And the broader your horizons, but also it would be a lot easier to uh, get from point A to point B if I if I ain't got to trip up over something every time or clean something out of my way. So that that melanin basically will start to do what it's supposed to do without us even have to um, interact with it like that in a physical sense. If you recall, it states right here, as I wrote, um, that. Melanin has the miraculous ability to, re- oh, not right there, but it um, has the ability to relieve the brain of bodily coordination. But melanin can also supervise physiological functions without the need to report to the brain. So, after doing certain type of things to enhance that energy input and output, you can start to move and do things without having to put too much thought into the pattern of movement. And certain reflexes will be almost uh, second nature. And, you know what I'm saying, I've learned that through Tai Chi as well as doing some of the doing Chi guns and things like that in repetition, that sometimes I've noticed that I don't have to uh, move too far to catch something when it falls or something. It's like the body already knows that it's about to fall or something. I don't know. But it's that interconnection that it's it's a web that has been weaved, you could say, between physical and spiritual, and that interconnection, when it's not blocked, it's easier to adapt to uh, and also to um, obtain, retain, and cultivate that energy or that light and sound into a, a physical representation or representation of what's on, is on mind. Einstein actually stated that the field is the sole governing agency of the particle. So what he was meaning by that is that the particle is solely a, a mat, is matter, right? And that the field is what, or that infinite, um, what I basically what I call it is um, the infinite hidden light of the intelligence, or the the longer version of the infinite immortal internal hidden light of the intelligence. But that um, that infinite hidden light of the of the intelligence is melanin, and this light or non-light. Um, dark light is the, is the field, 
the quantum field or what what not the, the string theory that they call it is different names and titles that have been given to it over time. Yet this field basically I didn't just look at it like it's darkness or, or something you know what I'm saying, melody basically. Um but it's the hidden intelligence and it's the fundamental aspect of matter or what we would call particles. That that would also be equivalent to haru. Haru meaning light. Light is matter. So light is is equivalent or is accumulated by particles. The particle being photons. So the more photons the, uh, that we concentrate on, then there will be uh, the physical object in front of us. So he was saying uh, inside of that hidden conscious information, hidden consciousness that uh, or hidden science um, that on average we only um, range at from 50 to 100 millivolts. Yet healers, athletes, and Qigong masters have been, um, they have been tested at ranges from 25 volts to 100 volts, not millivolts, but 100 volts. So this 9-volt battery just got blew out the water with this 100-volt um, healer or whatever. Sometimes it might be around, if you're, if you're dealing with Reiki and stuff like that, the Qigong stuff, you might be around some uh, electrical devices and they're just not working properly. You know what I'm saying? So that may be your chi level is higher or your voltage reading is higher than the actual uh, piece of equipment. And so, you know, my Sifu, uh, he, he always um, put emphasis on this. He said, you want more power, more chi. So, if you're trying to build up your power to gain a stronger signal to be able to manifest or whatever the case may be in, in the physical reality, um, to bring or bring that bridge, that real force, that uh, that bridge down, then we will have to build uh, enough energy to personify the whole message or the hologram to see uh, reality to participate with in our space. Right, so um, the qigongs, the meditations, um, good holistic eating, you know what I mean? Putting light in there and good, like, not, you know, not no blockages. It's a lot. Information is information. All information and good information. All light and good light. So um, find what's good for you and then, you know, keep melanin, you know what I'm saying? So fine was good for the melanin and, and keep it right. One um one thing about melanin is and this is a systematic thing, is that they do not want to educate melanin. They want to manipulate it. They want to alter and pretty much demoralize what melanin is. So they don't teach or educate us on ourselves or knowledge itself, they teach and educate on us on how to manipulate and alter the structure of that mole- that molecule or, me- or melanin. So we as the individual has to take the responsibility to protect our melanin, right? Because ain't nobody going to do it for you but you. That's right. We know that, though. We all know that. Ain't nobody out there going to do that for us but us. So just do it for you, you know, first yourself in the stores. Because, you know, the black body, the black body is the perfect explorer 
transformer, conductor, and radiator of all forms of light and energy. So when we're taking in whatever type of light or energy, it doesn't matter if it's the high light or the low light. Whatever light it is in, in sound or energy is going in there because melanin acts as a black hole. So as we absorb this information and transform it, it can come out as anything. Right? So we have to be careful to what we are taking into that black hole of melanin that may come out on the other side as something not necessarily natural in this um, creation process. And speaking on holograms, read this out of uh, the Holy Quran of the MSTA. It's by um, Nobu Ali. Thanks. Um, this is the Lewis lesson in um, chapter 3, verse 15, 16 states, He who knows his lower self knows the illusions of the world and knows the things that will pass away. And he who knows his higher self knows Allah knows well the things that cannot pass away. Thrice blessed is the man who has made purity and love his very own. So who who knows the illusions of the world knows that these things are transitory and they're not real, they're not permanent. And he who knows his higher self knows Allah, knows well the things that cannot pass away. So he who knows the illusions knows the hologram is built off of a system that is unseen, or Allah, the source, the field, quantum field, melanin, you know, inner, outer melanin, dark matter, dark energy. So he who knows the illusions of the world knows of the things that will knows these things are transitory, knows these things are illusion. They're not in the realm of permanency. And he who knows his higher self or knows, you know, knowledge itself, to know thyself means to know God and know the universe. So you know your melanin, you know the the darkness within and the darkness that's without. So he who knows his higher self knows Allah or the source also knows well that these things cannot pass away. So I explain this the man who has made purity and love his very own. So that's basically saying that, you know, the hologram is there, yet we're getting half the text if we're only seeing it from the point of view of the worldview. The worldview is not necessarily the truth. The worldview is based on the interface of the nominal and phenomenal worlds, or the subjective and noble reality and the and the objective known reality. This is where the physical exists. The true underlying reality is the unknowable. That's unseen. This is um, how the worldview is retained by separateness of self from. Uh, from um, the truth, lower self from the true self, the higher self. Worldview is based on an objective reality, things that are given to us. That's half the text. That's half the truth. The whole truth, the whole ground is based on experience and common sense. You know what I'm saying? The true truth is based on the experience of the information through the participation and observation. And that's how truth is developed, not from a, a particular worldview that is based on um, pretty much uh, subjugation or trying to enslave the mind by telling us 
giving us regulations and then saying this is this is we got to do it like this. It's, you know, sometimes we do need to switch it up, like I'm about to do right now on this topic. But we still don't want to stay on the hologram, but um, we'll go into the read a little bit. This read is um, basically going to go back a little bit. We'll go back, back, way back. Way back in time, a couple months ago, I don't recall. Yeah, July, actually. It was in July when I spoke on hologram, the whole message. So I'm going to read on that once again. Bits and pieces. Uh, So we have been conditioned since the onset of our physical birth that the world we live in is an outright material reality. So we develop from the basis of this viewpoint and structure our entire life around this condition. Modern science is now rediscovering what the ancient masters of antiquity knew more than 25,000 years ago, that the material world is composed of finer, sublime elements that wrap together and create the fabric of life. Now I'm going to read out of the op, page 47 and page 73. States right here, the symbols in many hieroglyphic reliefs, metanetta reliefs, are in fact elements of electronic circuit design meant to convey knowledge of the hidden force of electromagnetism to the future generations of this order. These symbols would hold supreme religious significance only to the descendants of a race of photonic beings. All right, that's page 73. Page 73, three follows. All living systems have electromagnetic phantoms. The phantoms of atoms and molecules are called photons. They are the essence of the nuclear light, governing the energy states of the material world. All right, so all material things have phantoms. Phantoms of atoms and molecules are called photons. Let me go back to uh, to the word spectra or spectrum. Spectra means an image, figure, ghost. Also, phantom. So, we spectra or spectrum. Spectrum also we go to um, come from the word um, text or to write spec spectra as a star spectrum or as also can mean glyph. So, spectrum can be an image or also a ghost or a phantom. <clears throat> All right, so get back to it. Also, when we talk about the symbols in many of the metal uh, metals on the walls of uh, the pyramids, it has different um, meanings or um, hidden information, and some of it was only to be conveyed to future generations inside of that mystic order. So these symbols, like uh, the wave symbol, it uh, may have been represented by a uraeus or, or a snake, you know, a core snake, but this symbol was the symbol of electromagnetism. I threw that on the slideshow. The first one, that's the same symbol that was used, utilized in the past by ancestors as the symbol for electromagnetism. Now it's uh, the symbol of uh, electricity. Right. So all the information that we observe is transported to us by way of our five senses. Sight, hearing, taste, smell, and touch um, becomes reliant to man through the five senses. But at birth, and in turn, at birth, and in turn, only in, as the five senses are at birth, 
So in turn, man only knows the external reality that's offered to him through the five senses. Scientists perform different tests on our senses, revealing new facts about the external world, our senses, and matter. A German scientist by the name of Frederick Vesker stated um, um, that he explained that the statements of scientists that man is merely an image and everything experiences temporary deceptions and this universal shadow is now being revealed in the present day. To gather a stronger understanding on the ideas, on this idea, let's look at our most valuable sense, the sense of sight, which in essence allows us to gain very detailed information about the external reality. Okay. Dark Light Consciousness, page 110, 111. It all matters. It's all good. 110, 111. Let me find it. All right, so um, from the earliest days in dark forces, the caves, I kind of been fascinated by light, the great light in the sky and the vast dome of the night, which is innumerable stars suggested powers and gods far above us and beyond us. Esoteric references to light, literally the ancient literature in Kemetic Egypt, our force was the dominant religious vision thousands of years. In Tibet, the all-seeing eye of Tibet was manifest by an eye on the temple. Even on the U.S. currency, we came to have Pyramid and above it, the detached and floating all seeing eye. In Kemet, the eye was associated with the light of the soul and literally associated with the eye within the eye itself. It is no accident that we make an intimate connection between the eye of our subjective innermost experience, the eyes of our head, and the innermost eye, the light sensitive gland that has sunk over evolution into the center of our skull, the pineal gland. The eye is sensitive to the electromagnetic spectrum above and below that we actually see. It is certainly capable of unconscious subliminal perception. The eye became a very keen scientific and spiritual instrument by which to decipher the meaning and codes of the stars, star spectrums, light angles, information, through meditation and whatnot, photonic uh, beings, you know, so being able to read that. The capacity of the eye to track starlight was of pivotal importance in ancient Kemet. This was used specifically for the great initiation rites, the union of the polarities, the male and female, the positive and negative balances that reside in the human soul. The intertwining tendencies represented by the calling circles of Gita and Bengala met and unified in the Uraeus at the apex of the skull in the mythic rites. The eye is our most direct access into the vibrating fifth dimension of light itself. It has the capacity to subliminally, subliminally respond to a series of merely two or three photons. That I can can respond to two or three photons rather than a, a collaborant of photons, and that's out of the dark of the, out of dark light consciousness by Doctor Edward Bruce Bynum speaking on um, on light and how uh, sight or vision is very important in bringing that light. Oh, one. Make sure I got something right here, right here. It was about the photons. The photons are visible light particles. Um, the particles are obviously materialization, right? So when we're looking at something as far as a physical object, we are forming that physical object through photonic light, or through light, 
Mm-hmm. All photons contain the same amount of energy, whether the source is dim as a candle or bright as the sun. The brilliance is a function of the number of photons striking a given surface area. So the more one concentrates on a particular object, the more photons um, will appear. The photons are step-down, transformed, cosmic, galactic, and solar information. So, if you recall, we spoke on this before just about wavelengths. I'm going to come back to that in one minute, so about the wavelengths, uh, long wavelengths, short wavelengths. But that's came to the photons and how photons are generated by concentrated thought on a particular object. And objects don't necessarily have to be a physical thing, but it can be a it can be thought. Object of thought. So we'll be thinking on or wherever our attention is can also form form those photons into that particular So the seeing is comprehended gradually in the occurrence of seeing light clusters called photons travel from the object to the eye, then pass through the eyelid, and then it's refracted from then focused in the retina at the back of the eye. Within the retina, photons are converted into electrical signals where neurons transmit these signals to the center of vision in the back of our brain. The act of seeing takes place in the center. All the images and experiences that we view and participate with are actually experienced in the small space of a few cubic centimeters in the back of our brain. When we say we are seeing something, we are actually observing photons being converted into electrical signals in our brain. The brain, in essence, is sealed to the light, and the interior of the brain is in absolute darkness. So the physical brain has no capability of having contact with the information or light. For instance, when there is a candle lit in front of us, the inside of our skull and our brain are in complete darkness. The inside of our brain and our center of vision is never illuminated by the light of the candle. This this also applies to all the other senses as well. Sound, taste, touch, smell are all perceived in our brain as electrical signals. Our brain doesn't confront the original matter that exists in the external world, yet an electrical copy that is formed inside of our brain. At this point is where conditioning takes place and memories are forgotten of past lives and experiences. This is where most of us begin to believe that the copies that are formed by the electrical signals are actually the real matter that's formed outside of us. Everything we touch, see, smell, hear, taste, and conceive as matter from the macrocosm universe to the microcosmic atom are actually electrical signals in our brain. When we view an object from the external reality, in truth, this object is not outside of us yet in our brain. The light particles are photons or pataons. Pataon, the infinite path of the sun from heaven to earth, is gathered by our eye then converted into electrical signals that are transmitted by neurons and transferred to the center of our vision. So if by chance the sight nerves were disconnected or cut, we wouldn't be able to see the object. The same rule would apply if the nerve for hearing was disconnected. And the objects we see, the sounds we hear, the feelings, the, the taste, and the smells are basically the brain 
or the 12 cranial nerves connected to the pineal gland, interpretation of the electrical signals introduced into the brain. When we observe the external reality, we assume that we are viewing something outside of us and that our physical body is participating within the superficial reality. Yet in truth, our body is also an image formed inside of our brain. The only reality that we can see is the perception that we view within our mind. To imagine matter as having an existence outside the mind is only the physical illusion of reality. And therefore, it is at the utmost a deception. The matter of my earth, true light, balanced light, the light of the Lord of light, that we observe is in essence formulated and created from within our mind by way of our interconnection with the external light or external melody and internal light, internal melody. It has been stated in conscious thought that the brain can be allegorically called an organic computer. So, for example, let's say we are downloading electrical signals of images, sounds, smells, feelings, and tastes to our senses that our organic computer downloads as true information, including our own image. In essence, the genetic parents uh, in essence, the genetic patterns that reside within our DNA internally, not so much the external images or that we may re- relate to as being produced by our parents. Let me read that again. In essence, the genetic patterns that reside within our DNA internally, not so much the external images or that we, we may relate to as being produced by our parents. Looking to the dream state in contrast to the waking state, when in the dream state we see, we hear, and we can feel, yet it is what we deem as a fantasy or dream. Yet still we arise from the dream state. When we arise from the dream state, we are still connected to the same senses in, in different degrees. In the dream state, we are at times relaxed and at ease, seeing that we are connected to the same force of energy in both realities. It is highly possible that the physical reality, reality can also be developed, converted, and transmitted to be more suitable to our true heart. Intent to our core intent due to the external reality being nothing more than an altered interpretation of the electrical signals or light that resides within our dream state as well as within our subatomic, atomic, molecular, and cellular structures. All physical experiences and objects are naturally conceptual perceptions, including our brain and body. The whole message. All right. We'll come back to the read in one moment. Um, I have a guest here that's going to, I'm going to uh, ask a question in a few minutes and just pop back in with my, your mom, get to you know, my sister, uh, she is uh, going through the transition now, going through transition always really, born with knowledge itself. Now, but now she's going through it like this, though. She's actually a participator with her observation. So, you know, some some people are observing without participating. Some people are participating without observing. When you bridge both of them together, then you that's like a high self, lower self. You're no longer just looking or no longer just, uh, just participating. We're actually seeing and doing. So recently... We, if y'all recall, a couple of weeks ago, I was talking about bird magic and whatnot and which way the birds fly and stuff like that. So my sister here, Puma, has been going through transition, and she's been utilizing some of the techniques and stuff like that. So 
I'm just gonna let her speak on uh the situation on the on the incident that occurred a couple of days for a couple weeks ago. And anything else you know, Peace, peace. Um, well, like you said, I've been going through the transition, trying to understand self. Um, me and my children, actually, two of my my oldest children, they're two, two my daughters, and um, they're sixteen, seventeen. I'm thirty eight, by the way, and um, basically just going through the process of understanding um that everybody's not on the same path. Um, we're all growing. We grow every day. And sometimes our loved ones aren't going to be able to hold our hands as we travel along our road. So um, basically little things like that, just noticing, you know, people dropping out of my life, out of my life. And um, things that I worry about, I notice that I don't worry about as often. Um, changing my diet, trying to incorporate exercise and, a little more. So, speaking on the bird, um, we're having a conversation about that, and this actually happened to me twice in 30 days, I think. It's been about maybe a month, less than a month. But um, the first time, I was actually just riding. I was a, a passenger. My dad was riding. And uh, we were coming from my house, and a bird came. He was flying from where? He was flying from the flight that time? I think it was from the right. Um, and, and it, 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 I guess when he got close, he decided he didn't want to. It was going from the left to the right. It was going from the left to the right. Right. Yeah. 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 It's like it was a force field. I don't, I don't know what it was. We all kind of witnessed it, and it just decided it just didn't want to cross my path. But before that, like I said, I was worrying about a moving and things like that. And I can say, since I've been paying attention to myself, most of the things I would say that, I mean, I don't know if that was the bird or if it was, you know, from left to right means um, pay attention, uh, go back. I mean, right to mm-hmm. right left means going in the right direction. Okay. So if this thing going left to right, I would say it bounced off some type of force there. Basically, what, I, what I'm getting at is that it is the emotional signal that we are electric input. So we put the electric input which is based on energy emotional emotion. We put that emotion out. From whenever it could have been ten thousand years ago you put that energy out there. Right. But then at any rate, you would just the intent from you knowing that left to right means something ain't right. You're like, oh oh God, we can't just sit together uh-huh. you know, right. so okay. back. You know, right to left, you know what I'm saying? So we put it all back together. Cool. You understand?
my every move almost. I mean, doing that, I won't make the same mistake. Um, like I said, I changed my diet. That makes me think clearer, a lot clearer. Like, I don't, I don't procrastinate on things. I, I can kind of, when I think it, I can kind of see it unravel and, and just reading, reading more, listening a lot too. Because I'm a talker, and the majority of the time I talk, I talk, I talk. As soon as I uh, somebody try to get in, if they're not saying something, I I, I, most of the time, I don't even give them a chance, though. So I started listening more, talking less. And like I said, just focusing on that. Yeah. And it's beautiful, too. And I, I'm witnessing it, so I I can uh, vouch. Yeah, it's a miraculous, miraculous thing. And it, like I said, it is very beautiful because she has uh, some wonderful children that she's going to, you know, it's still a, a light into for their exchange and for their, you know, growth. So that's that's good water and good good light. Good sunlight from good water, you think. So like we like we I was mentioning though on that um level of emotion inside of uh well, human intent basically can influence the properties and materials and the nature of our reality. So if the mind, body, and the action, uh, basically that is mind, body, and the action, but if the mind, body, and the action has some type of disconnect or some type of obstruction, obstruction between uh, what we would call the language of quantum communication and this connection, if there is any blockages between the subatomic particles or the wavelengths, the atoms, or whatnot, then it will have, uh, it will, the, I guess you say the, building or the foundation of the building would not be as strong due to those blocks. We, we may see the occurrence of uh, our manifestation, but we may not get what we were um, trying to bring from that, that alternate reality. But you can see from what the sister mentioned how just changing her way of thinking has changed certain things and aspects in the life. It's because mine and body connection. When we mind body connection is the same as observer and participator. Some of us got the mind, but we don't have the body to move with the mind. Some of us got body, but the you know, the body is just doing it by itself. It ain't got no mind. You know what I'm saying? So when you can put both of those together, that means we are participating in and observing. So the participation is a physical thing. The observation should be a mental thing or through the spirit or intelligence. So when intelligence is fused into the body properly, then we are now seeing from a higher perspective, not just from the physical perspective, from the lower sense, great and illusion. So when she saw that bird and she had the hard intent and, you know, going through these trans- transformations and whatnot, automatically, you know, the thought is just, it's the intent. It's the, and then there you've got the electric input that's in between time that we are connected to. So that thought, the intent from heart, which is electromagnetic or bottom of electromagnetic signals, automatically push that that bird, which is also electric input, back right to left. You know what I'm saying? And that's peace. That's you know, that's power right there. So it's like if stress is entered into the brain, dealing with emotions again, and energy and motion. But if stress is introduced into the brain, it can cause the output of energy into different parts of the body. So the stress 
can be channeled into like areas of our body that can manifest into chest pains, back pains, headaches, constipation, anxiety, um, ulcers. Um, and this is mainly due to brain stress being introduced to the body and then adrenaline, which is a stress relieving um, hormone, is released into the bloodstream and that can put toxic residue into the heart and cause little microcosmic tears within the heart, which can lead to other um, predicaments that are not um, good, right? So the emotional state can be altered, or meaning the emotional state alters uh, the electromagnetic signature within the field or within the structure of our melanin or a cell. It's no self. It's no God. So within this melanin structure, it can be manipulated and altered by our emotional state or the energy and motion, melanin and motion. So that's like that insane um, or that maniac, you know what I'm saying, deranged melanin. If it's altered, it can also cause what is called an incoherent spectrum. Incoherent spectrum versus a harmonic spectrum. Um, the incoherent spectrum is formed by negative emotions like anger, frustration, fear, you know, resentment. And it is um, very jagged. The frequencies are... Um, are struggling for power. The electromagnetic frequencies, the bioelectromagnetic frequencies are struggling for power. It's a war. Within a harmonic spectrum, this is formed by genuine appreciation, compassion, consideration for others, humility, um, honor, you know, integrity. This is uh, when the bioelectromagnetic frequencies are working together, complementing each other, and they're not fighting for the power, for power who's better or who's worse. And this is um this is due due to the emotional quality. Since the field around us is a three hundred and sixty degree sphere, it's always absorbing and transmitting back into the universe in a three hundred and sixty degree manner. So it's always gifting cycle or nutrition that divine our emotions or emotional state alters the bioelectromagnetic signature, which can cause an incoherent or an harmonic spectrum. And again, what spectra is, a spectra can be a bogey, can be a grim or a ghoul, a phantom, but it also goes to spectrum or signature or word or ground, also text or message. So this spectra can be looked at as a word or any type of information. So if it's a harmonic spectral or the harmonic, if it's a harmonic spectral, then it's coming from um, the realms of love. Incoherent word or incoherent spectral is coming from the realm of fear. Remember, there's only two true emotions. Those are love and fear. The others are based on feelings that create or can form into the emotion of love, fear, feelings of hate, you know, resentment. Those are based on fear. Feelings of uh, compassion and consideration are based on love. All right, so our emotional state can change the bioelectromagnetic field. What is the 
violence and magnetic field. Me dropping the phone. The violence and magnetic field nothing. And we can alter that thing, or it's a hologram that just uh, that's reflected off the watery substance, the unclear, undefined, unfingerprinted watery substance that we call melody. There's also the field and whatnot. This is the memory holder as well as the memory. Pound of land, quartz crystal, all that is within that, the whole structure. So I give thanks to um, Pum Kumpu speaking on some of uh, her her experience and allowing allowing me to share in her experience. Peace. Get back to her daughter's two and her signs. Hey, man, this, the signs, man, one of the signs is like a, a stellar basketball player, but he is like out the ritual with his flips, too. He's doing some crazy flips off the cars and shit. Wow, man. Get back. All righty. Um, we, were, we were right here. Um, all physical experience and objects are natural perceptual perception, including our brain and body. They are. They are all transitory, um, unpermanent substances, and only perceptions of the physical reality. The question now poses who or what is the perceiver or the initiator of the will, the intent, that hears, sees, touches, and perceives, tastes, and smells? Who is it that thinks, reasons, and has feelings, emotions, and clarity enough to recognize knowledge itself? Ken Wilber, page uh, 37 of the Holographic Paradigm, states, since the Greeks philosophers have been thinking about the ghost in the machine, the small man within the small man, where is I, the person who realizes the act of knowing? I'm going to come out for Nakahamadi. Nakahamadi, again, means Nakwaisham, black and my guide, guide. So it's the wise, melanated guide. The Nag Hammadi scripts. Uh, this is coming out of page 324. It says right here, page 324. Let us embrace each other affectionately, my son. Rejoice over this. For already from the power which is light is coming for us. For I see, I see indescribable depths. How shall I tell you, my son? From the places, how shall I describe the universe? I am mind, and I see another mind, the one that moves the soul. I see the one that moves me for pure forgiveness. You give me power. I see myself. I want to speak. Fear restrains me. I have found the beginning of the power that is above all powers, the one that has no beginning. I see a fountain bubbling with life. I have said, my son, that I am mind. I have seen. Language is not able to reveal this. For the entire eighth, my son, and the souls that are in it, and the angels sing a hymn in silence, and I mind understand what is the way to sing a hymn through it, though it is in silence. Have you become such that you cannot be spoken to? I am silent. My father, I want to sing a hymn to you while I am silent. Good thing. Is that the not comedy? I had to say it like I was in a theater. I was 
explain that all. But anyway, that's that's a good um, piece of information right there. Just break it down a little bit. Low and high self, but basically um, saying right there, let us embrace each other effectively, low and high self. How shall I tell you, my son? The place is how shall I describe the universe, the mind, the higher self, how I see another mind, the one that moves the soul. I see the one that moves me from pure forgetfulness. You give me power, I see myself. I want to speak under fear, but fear restrains me. Beginning at the power that is above all powers, the one that is no beginning. I see a fountain bubbling with life. So that fountain, you know what I'm saying, is water, melanin. For the entire age, my son, the souls that are in it, and the angels sing a hymn in silence, and our mind understand. So what is in silence? We go back to the word hologram again. Hologram, hollow, has L, and you can um, change the L to an R. So we have haru. Haru, again, means light. Then we have garam, garam. We, we could change the G to a C or a K since a G and C are interchangeable, or actually G and K are interchangeable. There is no C in Metaneta, but the G and K or the K sound from C, G and C mean boomerang and cuneiform. But if you change it out, you have Kerr, Kerr meaning a shrine, but it would also um, to mean a vessel. So um, am meaning brain and medicine to, to also break down to mind. So the vessel, the light vessel of the mind or the vessel of the mind and light. But my derivation would be going into gir, gir without changing it from the G to a K with gir meaning silence. Silence. So Haru, light, gir, silence, and am mind or brain mind, you know, so the silent light of the mind. Basically, that's photonic light energy coming into the power gland by way of meditation. So, right here, when they were speaking on, um, I see a fountain bubbling with life. I have said, my son, that I am mind. I have seen language is not able to reveal this for the entire eighth, my son. The entire eighth, talking about the eight cells, the original cells, my oats, the blastula, the conda, my son and the souls that are in it, and the angels sing the hymn in silence, and I, mind, understand. So the hymn that is in silence is the hymn of meditation, bringing the sun and the sun and the sun together. For it said, I see myself, I am mine, I see, it says right here, for I see, I see indescribable deaths, I see myself. So, seeing that mirror image bouncing off of that, the reflection of the mirror. So, read out of here, out of the universe meaning of the Kabbalah, speaking on mirrors, um, Thought is the psychic and rational mirror of all intelligible things, a mirror which never becomes what it reflects. Thought by itself, therefore, does not permit the thinker to assimilate the reality of the mental object. It remains a symbolic knowledge of things, a knowledge that brings the thinker closer to them but does not really identify him with the object. Thought allows the dualism between subject and object to persist to such a point that the man who only knows himself by thought has not truly assimilated himself. 
He does not really know himself and sees himself only as his own mental form, as the thought or image that he makes of himself. This dualism inherent in thought is the cause of doubt and error. Spirit, on the contrary, is the real unity of the cognitive subject and object, and this unity is certitude, the truth of knowledge. Truth cannot be discovered, therefore, by thought alone, by a faculty which, because of its dualistic nature, cannot pass completely beyond the abyss of its own doubt. As against this, man cannot discover truth without any help from thought, since he is a thinking being. So you see what, you know, thought can be and cannot be. You know, don't be conformed by your thought. Don't be complacent in your thought and, you know, basically selfish in one's own thought. No self. Love self. Be selfish. Or selfish, you know what I mean, or eat it for that matter. Whether that's all good, you know. Some of us may need fish as we get older, the central fatty acids to produce in it as well as the warmth that they need to be introduced to your blood, it's, um, you know, or into your circulation. It depends upon the person. I'm not going to judge. I, um, so when man is thinking on thoughts as himself perceived by his personality, then the, the, the thoughts are um, are delusional. But when man um, takes and connects spirit with thought, then there is a balance, truth and of knowledge through the experience. Because when we, you know, will is the intent. The spirit has to be tied to the intent in order for movement to occur. So when spirit is connected to them, we've got movement, some true movement, some real movement, you know what I'm saying? So the matter or my, uh, you know what I'm saying, balance of the light, Will take place. All right, so the fact of the matter is, this metaphysical being that utilizes the brain for experience is the soul. The material reality is an actuality and adaptation of perception that is gathered by the soul. The body we possess, as well as the universe we so called exist in, have no middle or are in truth empty states having no physical reality. The absolute being is our soul. This is the intelligence, the initiatory spark, the fire, or point that expanded outward into the known physical body and universe. Matter consists of perceptions due by the knower, thinker, and doer, or the child himself. This is the spark of life, soul. The laws of physics, chemistry, and biology are now leading to the fact that matter consists of empty space and is essentially an illusion. And, in fact, it is of a metaphysical reality. This so-called secret underlying matter, or ma'akher, this is the so-called secret underlying matter, speaking on this empty space. So if the thing we acknowledge as ma'ak ethereal or material world is comprised of perception or information downloaded from the external reality into our organic computer, and what is the source of this information, a light? If the matter doesn't have a self-operating existence and is only a perception, this perception must have been initiated by another source, and it must be in continuous perpetual motion, or the matter would cease to exist. So within the mystery system of Judaism, which is Kabbalism, it is perceived that the Holy Grail is a set of high magical incantations utilizing words and mathematics. 
that would transform this physical reality, the atom by atom, molecule by molecule. And it's also it's also believed within Kabbalism that the, uh, in that school of thought that the nature of reality is basically an illusion. So we have been conditioned to think a space as being empty and matter as being solid, when the reality is that matter is completely insignificant. And 99.999% of it is empty space, or basically melanin. Scientists, scientists thought of an atom as a hard ball, and then they said the atom was a point surrounded by a probability cloud of electrons popping in and out of existence. Then scientists found that the nucleus, which is the most dense aspect of the atom, also popped in and out of existence the same way the electron does. All right, so hold on one. I'm going to go right here for a brief. Bear with me. Oh, Electrons, protons, neutrons, and solitons rearrange their orbits. This is called resonance. Resonance means contain continuous sound. It means continuous sound. In other words, the melanin particles vibrate and rearrange themselves to fill the weak, low-energy sites. Uh, resonance causes these particles to move in a movement, and this movement causes a gap or low energy. And the outer, I mean, the other particles rearrange themselves to double bond shift and fill in the gaps. All right, so on a molecular level, melanin particles have um, particles are called electrons, protons, neutrons, solitons, and they rearrange their orbits. Um, scientists thought of an atom as a hard ball, and then they said the atom was a point surrounded by a probability cloud of electrons. So melanin, that probability cloud of electrons. Then they found out, no, nah, no, not the electrons. It's popping out of somewhere else. Where is it popping out of? It's space. It's popping out of nowhere. Noon. It's popping out of mental. It's popping out of nothing. It's popping out of melanin. You know, next to nothing, these, everything. All right. So identify yourself with that hologram, the holographic um, message. Or not, but hologram meaning again the whole message. So we get some of the whole message tonight. Oh, what was right, Where it Um, speaking on empty space, scientists thought of an atom as a hard ball. The most accurate conclusion towards the nature of the atom is that this is a thought, a mass of concentrated information. That's all. The human aura, for instance, is an illuminated living energy field that extends beyond physical boundaries. It is the light extension of our soul essence. Biophotons are particles of light which emanate off of all living things. These biophotons transmit our consciousness and information similar to the voices and images from a TV or radio. By Doctors Matters, by Richard King, Dr. Um, Richard King, Dr. Bruce Bonham, Dr. Ann Brown and Dr. Um, T. Owens Moore. 
page 61. Page 61, it states right here, um, melanin gives off a flash of light when they switch clearly electroluminescence. Though its significance is not completely understood at this time, is this flash of light what is called biophotons? If so, melanin may be the source of this light. Darkness may be the source of this light. Does this flash contribute to what is called spirituality, the ability to utilize brain energy for consciousness and healing qualities? In the brain, could this flash of light generated by such amorphous semiconductivity between low to high threshold switchings of neuromelanin by analogous to consciousness? If this is the case, then this neural dark matter also is the light that makes it possible to see. In its neural melanin pigment is stored within vesicles, its synthesis may be required as a continuous source of current, which product, whose product is the neurotransmitter substance. What is current? How is current produced? By electricity. Electricity formulates the light. So that current unseen coming from somewhere, that wave, you know what I'm saying, that water, when it's, when it's bouncing into an existence, where is that energy output coming from? From a mental, or that the essence, that watery substance of nothing, the hidden light of the intelligence, the immortal, infinite hidden light of the intelligence. So these biophotons transmit by consciousness and information similar to voices and images transmitted from a TV or radio. Everything in this reality exists as waveforms sometimes called patterns or scene waves, signatures or sound waves. Everything from a body planets to the entirety of the universe are waveforms. Dimensional overtones are differentiated base rate wavelengths. The difference between this dimension and any other dimension is the distance or length of the wave. This is very similar to a TV or radio transmission. So when you change the channel or the channel of the TV or radio, it changes what you're observing from that apparatus. It is the same for dimensional overtone shifts. If one alters the base rate wavelength of their consciousness and by doing such change the physical patterns of the body to a wavelength different from this reality into an alternate dimension or universe, the indivisible dual self would disappear from this world and reappear in the dimension that is attuned to their consciousness. As one elevates into dimensional levels, the wavelengths become shorter and higher frequencies are produced which in turn imparts more energy and light. So as one descends dimensional levels, the longer the wavelengths become with less with less energy and more densely developed. So this is out of the Ankh 58, and um, then we won't come out of uh, the elegant universe, but um, the Ankh right here, page 58, is the, uh, it states right here, the Ankh is by Nur uh, Omin. Good brother, good book, good information, good light. Um, page 58 states right here, as a semiconductor, melanin has an energy gap. The absorption of energy is required before electrons can jump into the conduction band and make melanin conductive. An increase in, conduct an increase in conductivity increases the sensitivity of melanin to the electromagnetic world of, of etheric beings, astral projections, and spiritual entities. At low frequencies, the conductivity of melanin is small, but at ultra-high frequencies, melanin is a superconductor. Maximum current flows only on the skin due to the skin effect at melanin's ultra-high frequency resonant frequency. 
right? So what they're saying is basically that at um, in order to have high frequency, we need um, longer wavelength. I mean, shorter wavelength. So the shorter the wavelength, the higher the frequency. The longer the wavelength, the lo- the lower the frequency. So that's less energy. In order to enhance the energy, we need short waves. All right. So read out of uh, the Elegant Universe, right here by um, Brian Green. Elegant Universe. It's a good read if you want to get into uh, the technical side of physics and you like to deal with quantum, the quantum field and string theories and all that. It's a pretty all right read. Higher hidden dimensions. It, it helps uh, bring some of the information um, together that if you're building on, like, you know, um, metaphysical as well as esoteric information, it helps bring that together to where some of that uh, quantum um, jargon and whatnot uh, makes more sense. <laughs> Not from a Western logical one, two, three, you know, linear point of view, but from a more holistic and creative or, or massive as well as intuitive point of view from experience and truth and bridging all information together into one to where we have a melting pot of, of truth through our experience. It ain't just based on one angle. You know, all this is information, but where it's good information, that's in your experience. You know what I'm saying? That's the truth through your common sense and your intuition. Because intuition is based on common sense, basically. All right, but page, um, page 88 and 89, um, electromagnetic waves carry energy. Life on Earth, for example, relies crucially on solar energy transmitted from the sun to the Earth by electromagnetic waves. Physicists use three terms to describe these waves, wavelength, frequency, and amplitude. The wavelength is the distance between successive peaks or successive troughs of the waves. More peaks and troughs mean a shorter wavelength, as they must all be crammed in between the fixed walls of the other. The frequency refers to the number of up and down cycles of oscillation that a wave completes every second. This is used to turn amplitude to describe the maximum height or depth of the wave. Mm-hmm. And then on page, uh, oh, I'll skip the page. Oh yeah, that's it. So the amplitude, um, amplitude is the maximum height or depth of a wave. Frequency refers to the number of up and down cycles um, in a wave, and also uh, wave length is the distance between successive peaks or successive trolls of the wave. All right. To generate a long wave lift, you you leisurely shake your hands up and down. It turns out that the frequency is determined by the wavelength and vice versa. The the, the long wave lifts apply lower frequency. Shorter wave lifts apply higher frequency. Again, in order for um, for high frequencies and melanin, let me give let me give um, book back out so we I won't misword this. Or misguide you. All right. So, um, as a semiconductor, melanin has an energy gap. The absorption of energy is required before electrons can jump into the conduction band and make melanin conductive. An increase in conductivity increases the sensitivity of melanin to the electromagnetic world of etheric beings, astral projections, and spiritual entities. At low frequencies, 
The conductivity of melanin is small, but at higher frequencies or ultra-high frequencies, melanin is a superconductor. Maximum current flows only on the skin due to the skin effect at melanin's ultra-high frequency resonant frequency. So melanin, um, when developed at an ultra-high frequency, resonates to um, be able to um, interact and have correspondence with the electromagnetic world of the dead beings, astral projections, and spiritual entities, or the ancestral realm, uh, the intelligence, the field, basically, in quantum, uh, in quantum jargon would be the field. All right. In Western science, it would be melanin. In mystical interpretation, uh, it could be called the ancestral realm as well as uh, the spiritual realm. Just basically the um, swimming pool of melanin, you know what I'm saying? The ocean, the great sea. Mer- I give thanks. All right, so in order for that high frequency, that ultra-high frequency to get popping, get the jumping right, Melanin has to have short wave lengths. All right. So the shorter the wave length, the higher the frequency. How do we get short wave lengths again? So to develop this high frequency. Remember the sixty hertz, you know, in all the machines, you know, keep everything unplugged as much as possible around the house. Um minimize the usage of electronic devices. Be sure to uh, infuse into the cellular structure enough light throughout your cycle, throughout the day in the transition. That means good food, good people around, good energy. That's good light. That's not the maniac European devil in America. That's not the range melody. You know, it's natural melody through the experience. It's not that, you know, what we deem is normal or what we think might be necessary. The natural processing of what nature is, which is nothing. When we get so caught up on these things and you know the physical object that we forgot where we came from. <laughs> and that's the soul. You know what I'm saying? So the soul wanna interact with it, but that ain't the soul, so it ain't gotta interact with it all day every day. But in order to enhance the melanin production as well as be able to tap into that ultra high frequency and get that signal jumping, um for the hologram to be processed properly, because remember, we got this half a message. We got half truths jumping off, not the whole message. So the whole message would be that solid mind. It would also be Haru, um, Ram, you know what I'm saying, the light word or the word of light. But basically, Metamnesia is the divine word, but that's the divine truth within. So that, and you know, hologram, when we're thinking on a hologram, we're thinking on the, the interpretation of man where the hologram is, is based on um, what we thinking is real, but in essence or in reality is only an illusion. You know what I'm saying? But that's the same thing. But when you're breaking down the word hologram, in this sense, hollow, haru, or whole, hollow meaning holy, and gram meaning uh, text. So we have metaneta or metunatia, um, meaning um, divine word again, so holy ground, the holy word, but also haru, ga, am, so we have um, am, mind, ger, silent, and and uh, haru, light, so it's the light of the silent, it's the silent light of the mind, and that's there, again, that's the 
photons coming down from solaric and cosmic as well as galactic information and um, infusing that into the pineal gland, the light, sound, that vibration, that resonance into the pineal gland, where it, it then interacts with um, melanin because, you know, light and sound goes to the molecular structure of melanin, and it, it produces that that gap or whatever, and then it resonates to the gap, double, double bond shifting, and enhances the melanin structure to where it becomes a superconductor, super, um, just in place of a semiconductor, but a superconductor as well. And that's when that power will be, the power is unlimited. I'm trying to, I mean, you, oh, God. Like, uh, I, yeah, so that power will be unlimited like that. And as we went the onset played that uh, joint about uh, the hit, hit sign and speaking on um, the um, weight of our, uh, um, basically that's voltage reading or voltage rate. So and to enhance that voltage rate, you know, or, that, or to get that ultra-high frequency to um, be enhanced, that's what we would need to do, stuff like that right there. Um, of course, Qigong and uh, breathing ex- deep breathing exercises, again, or exercises um, would help build that. And just and, uh, also, you know, tips and tricks. I've, I've mentioned that, you know, sleeping with a cell phone, especially in a bed with the railings, being that they are um, mainly consist of, of iron, different metals, when they interact with that cell phone, it causes a reaction to be radioactive within the body, especially the spine. All right, so it's not wise to sleep with a cell phone because um, that, that's definitely a long way, and we definitely do need short ways. And when we sleep, and we definitely, uh, I normally have all my lights off in the house all the power in the summertime at night as well when I sleep. I haven't mentioned it before, but I hit the breakfast switch real quick on a hot night and make no power jumping. You know what I mean? So that's that short wave right there, that short wave enough, and that enhances the melanin structure where it enhances us high frequency so that we can interact with um, melanin on a more broader spectrum versus um, that, 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 uh, that signal being weak. You know what I'm saying? Short wavelengths. Let's get those short wavelengths going. Um, there are specific wavelengths harmonics between this universe and the next, just as there are space between each note on a piano that will produce a different sound. So it serves to be the same with dimensions, overtones, and universe. All the, all the notes in the chromatic scale equals 13 notes. The 13th note defines the next octave or dimension, a new beginning. And if we go back into 13, remember 13th letter of the alphabet is M. We get on Mer, or Mel, Black, also the Great Sea, Mu, Ma, Water, um, also Blood, Chaos. So we have uh, Water, Blood, and Chaos. But speaking on 13 means uh, new beginnings. So 13, M. Also, we look at that letter 13. We put them together, we got B. And uh, if we put the you know the one on on as a foundation and place the three on top of it, then we would have the letter B, B representing um, both sides of the brain, 
is again in Micmac language, the letter B means today or now. So it's that now moment, and that's all, that's also the infinite moment. But that's the reality of all things is in that one zero moment, the true reality, the ultimate truth is in a dawn movement. But the moment is always in that movement as we are bridging the energy of motion or the energy that we call uh, the all, which the mind is all and the, and the all is mind. So within that that cycle or that pole of life, as we call it, from spirit to physical, there is mind in all aspects. And again, mind is, um, begins with the letter M. So thirteenth letter, but mind also is the brain in in retrospect, but it, it, in actuality, mind left and right brain activity bring about the infusion of physical, which will be participating and the observation, which will be spiritual on the higher level and the lower level, bridge both together, and that would be B. Um, also, meaning house. So, you know, in uh, well, as far as Bay, in Hebraic meaning house. But that's the 13 notes on the chromatic scale. The 13th note defines the next octave or dimension, a new beginning. So that 13th letter and the 26th letters of the alphabet, 13 being the middle letter, going into the 14th letter, 14th letter being N, 13, M, 14, N and 15 is O, so any, many, money, O. The O is the I, you know what I'm saying? N is the C, that's the sun. So M, N, and O, you know, all of it has a parable within a parable. It's the ultimate dimensions within everything that we could imagine. But M, N, O, um, mono, one, but um, basically, um, Water or creation, you know what I'm saying, in the sea, and then uh, or grain, and then O, the eye, the seed is also sun. So the sun, the eye of the sun from the waters of creation. The eye always reflects on the mind, so the mind or the pine gland, basically, or the, the infinite, all seeing, observing from on high, the root. So this all-seeing mound that we are on, like Nefru, um, the mind, it's all-seeing, but it's also coming from a reflection of a water, that the water is the mother. So the sea, the sun, is reflecting off the, the water and forming into output, which is also the sea, but it's also the eye. All right, but yeah, just break down M N O N N D M I D M O. Catch the rabbit by his toe. And also remember the uh, circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Within that, speaking on circles and speaking on stuff like that. But circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Whenever you get frustrated, and we feel that emotion about to come, and we don't want to sit there, we can't deal with it anymore. What you do? What you do is you go circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Now I got my Cody shot. All right. Don't forget that, though. Whenever we're feeling like we get a little uptight or get angry and, you know, you want to clench your fist and do the blackout, don't don't clench your fist. Accept it. First of all, remember, that's a living function. So we, we transform that emotion of anger into acceptance. 
and then we circle, circle, dot, dot, dot. Now I got my cootie shot. Cootie, again, is the two lights. So we had the two lights of the horizon, or we had what is called the akat. The akat is the two lions that sit on the, um, from the past and sit on the side of the right that represents the, the future. So the one on the left is the past, the one on the right is the future, but the one in the middle is the now. That's today. That's that B. You know what I'm saying? So we even look at it. If you really think about it, you know, you know, our ancient ones are some smart brothers and sisters. If you think about the two lions, and then you form a circle to the center where that circle would be is the sun. Then you form another circle over to the center where the other line would be. There'll be a bee right there. You know what I'm saying? So our ancient ones will be a bee flat on, you know. But that's the two horizons, coochie. So circle, circle, da da da. Yeah, now I got my cooties. I got circle, circle now. That's two, circle, circle, dot dot dot. So you got some two signs right there. Circle, circle, cootie. She means two, and cool means light. So two light, and that's peace though. But anytime we get in that situation, remember you, we always can go back to that. I just had to bring that in there. It was just, it was ancient knowledge. Cootie, you know what I'm saying? It ain't, you know, that's that's what we do. We have some weird ways of expressing ourselves in a higher light, higher sense. That melody is powerful stuff. Um, the major overtones uh, between any two notes of on the piano can also mean that our dimensions or altered dimensions, and they are also replicas of the larger pattern dwelling in the holographic setting. So if one studies in more depth, one would find that between each overtone, there is another set of 12 overtones that replicate the whole pattern or the whole message. So it's called the geometric progression in notes or in the harmonics of notes. It goes to say that each note or overtone produces a different octave of experience with more universes and dimensions to explore. There are infinite possibilities of expression through the intelligence that creates the consciousness it transports our souls through the dimensional doorway. I remember like, speaking on metaphysical language. Metaphysical language is the retransformation. I had to say it. I had to do it like that. I'm sorry. I had to do it one more time. It's the retransformation. No, I can do it over. But it's the, uh, so metaphysical language is the retransformation of words into an alternate pattern or alternate form of thought to open up alternate dimensions or vortexes or portals of thought. All right, so... With that said, we were speaking on the infinite possibilities and overtones. So language, like we can look at just one word and say overtone, like overtone, O-V-E-R-T-O-N-E-S, O-I-V, or V means, uh, not boomerang, but hook, E is he, R, head, T, um, mark, O-I-N, seed, E, he again, S, snake. So if we this is cool form, we're breaking them down a little bit by miracle, trying to anyway. So the snake of he from the sun of the eyes that mark the head of he um, that um, hooked the eyes. Now what that means, you can break all that down. So each, the, just what I'm saying is each um, particular particle can be expressed in a more inner sense, a more subtle sense, basically. You can break down everything. Ain't that in etched in stone to where it is what it is by 
way we're looking at it. So, you know, that's metaphysical language, but that's also how metaphysics operates in general, is looking away from the physical object, meta meaning um, away or other than the physical. When you flip the word metro around, A-T-E-M, atem, so away from the physical, we go right back into the atem. The atom is where it's the first expression of this holographic message or the whole message. And also the atem, when you look at meta, you, you also look at uh, metatron. Metatron is the, like the hidden deity within the Kabbalistic mystical system. Metatron, though, when you look at that word on the flip, you have uh, tron, P-R-O-N, it could be derived as natir. Uh, so it would be atem natir. Atem natir or metatron, atem natir is the complete divine one, and that would be the whole message. You know what I'm saying? So the whole message uh, goes right back into metatron or atem natir. Okay, so complete, that's whole, and then uh, material divine. You know what I'm saying? It's also whole, holy, but it uh, it it uh, corresponds to that energy. The quantum mechanics. So where was I? Where were we? I was right here. Just go to say that each node of overtone produces a different octave of experience, more universes and dimensions to explore. Um, there are infinite possibilities of expression through the intelligence that creates the consciousness which transports our soul through these dimensional doorways. Between each universe and subspace or overtone universe, there is absolute nothing or the void called the clocks, the comedic thought or bado by the Hindis and Wuxi by the Chinese. Each time we pass through one dimension or overtone to the next, we pass through a void of blackness, darkness, melanin, right? This blackness or this void between the octaves are greatest and more powerful than the voids that exist within the octaves. So the blackness of the void between the octaves are greater and more powerful than the voids that exist within the octaves. So in between those different paradigms, there's a greater thickness or concentration of that energy. That's also the short wave right there, too. Long waves would, would be it will exist within the octave, in between the octaves, the blackness of the void between the octaves or the octaves are greater. All these dimensions, doorways, and paths are superimposed on each other, so every point in space and time contains them all. The door to any of them is anywhere. So, therefore, that means any point, any spot, or like what is the point? The point is the infinite in light of the intelligence. That's that uh, that infinite doorway of uh, expression that is expressed by melanin or that black dot, that um, one-dimensional, two-dimensional space going into the third-dimensional reality and elevated on up. But all of those realities exist within one point. It's in uh, physics that is called, what is it called? I got it somewhere. Hold up. Uh, it's synchronized universe, and basically what that stating is that matter is not solely solid matter, and at a small scale, at the smallest scale, particles 
align at one point into one directional orbit. So that one point is where melanin meets, basically. That one point, that small-scale particle line at one point, this is a synchronized universe. And, uh, well, that's a synchronized universe, so-called theory that matter is not solely solid matter. And at a small scale, all particles align at one point into a directional orbit. And Paul, in the double bond shift, um, well, actually, resonance causes um, to move, and this movement causes a small gap. And at low energy, and the um, other parts rearrange themselves Oh, resonance causes a particle to move, and this movement causes a small gap of low energy, and the other particles rearrange themselves to double bond shift and fill in the gaps. All right, and then doing so on the middle of oh, this is called resonance continuous sound. Resonance means continuous sound. In other words, the melanin particles vibrate and rearrange themselves to fill the weak low energy sites. On the molecular level, melanin particles called electrons, protons, neutrons, and photons rearrange their orbits. There we go. Rearrange their orbits. And on a small scale, particles align at one point into one directional orbit. Particles are what again? Photons. Photons are what again? Light. And where does this light come from? Um, this particles of light, photons come from nothing or darkness, melanin. Out of darkness comes the light. That ain't necessarily some type of statement meaning something out, you know, what's hidden in the dark. You know, it's basically just saying, um, from darkness uh, came everything, information. Out of ignorance, you could say, came um, type of movement developed to true for to uh, experience the way we gain some type of information in our aspect. I. And we were right here to get get back into it. Quantum mechanics is a set of principles studying subatomic and atomic level of matter. This science was known by the ancient masters of Absalom, our brothers and sisters, for thousands of years. Quantum physics states that the observer influences the outcome or alters the consciousness of the experiment simply by observing. And this is all dependent on his or her belief patterns, meaning some things that we hold as true about ourselves are not necessarily true at all. So when we take in certain information as far as our personality being formed from zero to you know, 14, some of that information is not necessarily seems to be a bridge into a state of consciousness. We may become aware of those things through the senses and feel a certain type of connection with it and appreciate those things, but also be conscious and more observant of it in, in the transition as we uh, grow and gain more good light, good information, and good um, water. All right. The pineal gland, the master gland, uh, the all-seeing eye, or the first eye, whatever title we choose to deem upon it, is the uppermost situated gland within the endocrine system. It looks like a pine cone with an opening on one portion of it, which has a lens used for focusing light. It also has color receptors inside of it, very similar to a cell phone, and it has a built-in wireless transmitter. 
Yeah, like it's Latin for pine cone. Young sister um, just reminded us that the word pineal, pineal, oh, oh, pineal is the Latin word. Pineal is the Americanized, uh, Westernized version. Pineal is uh, Latin for pine cone. That's where we get the word pineal, P-I-N-E-A-L, going from. She's been researching and doing her diligence, 17-year-old. The other day she was talking about, uh, we was talking about cell phones and whatnot in energy fields, and she said, well, uh, what if, uh, no, what she said, she said, do you think that the cell phones might have some type of interaction with our energy field? I jumped about the chair. I didn't know what to do. I think I might have mentioned that on the last blog, but, yeah, I was like, whoa, yeah, you know what? I mean, I, I, I thought about it in that frame of thought, but not, I didn't think about to say it in that manner, like the energy field. The energy field is connected. Everything is interconnected in that field, but like we're speaking on tonight, you know, the hologram. So when we have different things of expression that may come from a lower vibration of energy, meaning it has a longer wavelength and it's going to produce, that means it's going to produce, uh, you know, lower frequency, not a high frequency. So that, that's going to obstruct the melanin or obstruct our Apache's way of production or creation or whatever it is that we want to manifest. When she said it, oh, yeah, it made sense because all these things are interconnected. And if we got these things in our energy field, this is going to deplete the input of our uh, signal or the output of our signal. We're not going to be able to get the signal in properly or the energy in properly to create a high frequency, and we're not going to be able to get that output out properly to uh, see what that high frequency would look like on the external, from the observation. We can see it in mind all day, but, you know what I'm saying, if we're not getting the proper uh, elements in there and get things to jump, to have an abundance or enough uh, voltage reading to be able to have that signal um, elevated to a higher point, then it ain't going to be popping like that. And we want to pop, you know what I'm saying? We want to pop, you know what I mean? Got to get it going. All right, so the pineal gland, the master gland, um, has, uh, allows us to communicate with other realms of life, in essence, uh, to access higher dimensions or higher astral realms of life. Again, out of dark um, light consciousness by Dr. Bruce Bynum, page 112, 114. The gland is one of the doctrine glands that first begins to unfold during embryogenesis. It is a conducer of light, kind of biological clock that regulates the system. When light first hits the retina of the eye, it is relayed to a structure called the supercosmic, the supercosmic nucleus of the hypothalamus, a region of the brain associated with the capacity to coordinate with the biological clock signals of the body. 112, this is 114 right here. The extraordinarily sensitive pineal gland bathed in cerebral spinal fluid is constantly moving in the waves of this inner sea. It picks up the minutest vibrations that move through the body, the brain, and the brain core. These waves and vibrations, like the waves and vibrations of information fields around us, carry energy and intelligence. These waves are unfolded and in some not fully understood way are aspects of the unseen curled up dimensions of the world. 
This exquisite sensitivity is largely why the pineal gland for ages has been experienced, experienced as the vibratory interface between the dense localized body below and the more non-local body of dimensions above. So the extraordinary sense of the pineal gland bathes, cerebral spinal fluid is constantly moving in waves of this inner sea, this melanin, this, this uh, great sea of the lady, mer anin or mel anin, the black lady. It picks up the minutest vibrations that move through the body, the brain and the brain core. These waves and vibrations, like the waves and vibrations, vibrations of information fields around us carry energy and intelligence. All right, so to be able to be in tune or attuned to that energy, those vibrations, we again need shortwave signals or shortwave maps, and that will enhance the ultra-high frequency. Again, we've got to have ultra-high frequencies to be able to tap into that that expression of ourselves. And all, you know, what's going on, they are, they know what they're doing. I say they, but uh, the powers that be, the leaders, really no title, the littles, you know what I'm saying, the parasitic littles or whatever, really no title or distinction that we should give to that. But it's the, it's the extra low frequencies or the extra low um, vibrating Entities that are introducing different things to us um, in a physical, spiritual, mental, and emotional um, ball ballpark arena. You know what I mean? So we don't want that. We don't want those GMO uh, and stuff like that because those are those are long ways. You know that's uh, genetically modified. So it's going to genetically modify us. That's genes, and genes are intelligence, intelligence. So we want to be able to speak to the intelligence. You know, inside intelligence is again inside God speaks to our genetics or the DNA. So if we want to be able to get that light diffused properly to the genetics or genes intelligence to speak properly. We definitely want to be in uh, around some good high vibration and high vibrating energy. And that's you know going to enhance the melanin. So put that good energy into those cells. You know what I'm saying? And, that will enhance the melanin production, but also that will give us connection to the external side of that melanin so that we can process uh, our manifestation on the on the higher frequency, ultra high frequency. All right, the pineal gland again, going back to that. Oh um right here, um our ancient brothers and sisters had knowledge of dimensions and harmonics and wavelengths um, and universes resided within the overtones of octave. This is the reason behind the great architects of antiquity, building temples and chambers in certain manners in order to amplify sound, light, and frequencies as to alter the vibratory resonance within the temple. Remember, resonance changes the, um, changes the shift of the, the molecules or sound. It has been said that the ancient Egyptians or the uh, ancient brothers and sisters performed secret um, rituals or spiritual exercises in these chambers of the pyramids to increase the size of the pineal gland in order to access more frequency ranges to other dimensions. This term made our ancestors or our stars highly intelligent, created, sharpened their awareness with access to the all-universal mind, therefore gifting them with the higher knowledge and then passing this knowledge to their bloodline, basically through their DNA, 
to us in the present. And again, for us to be able to tap into that information, that intelligence, we we should definitely um, instill a, a holistic type of lifestyle where we're going to be getting that short waves. That's been there the majority of the of the occasion um, or the day, basically. The pineal gland is our connection to the power source that permeates the universe. Some call it prana, chi, chi, raw life force, energy, inner, outer melody. When considering the powerful capabilities and functions of the pineal gland, why has the mass restricted from this vital information? From my perspective, mainly due to the oppression of innate powers born within each human that the parasitic a little wish to keep hidden in order to continue with their domination or demon nation exercises and techniques. By the age of 12, the pineal gland is the size of a dry peak and the lack of use, yet more so from plots and methods that have caused contamination and calcification or crystallization of the pineal gland. These contaminants include fluoride and drinking water, vaccinations, MSG or monosodium glutamate, artificial food colorings and flavors, food additives, as well as binders, so things they put in the foods to make it uh, stick together, fillers, and preservatives. To awaken the pineal gland, a fraction of these items must completely be eliminated from my diet along with white salt, sugar, rice, and flour. Also, unplugging from the TV and radio, radio for at least one year due to its hypnotic effect on our psyche and the extra low frequencies which influence the pineal gland to act in accordance to the message and informational light is being interpreted through the complete structure of the human aura. So again, like so speaking on does the cell uh, the cell phones interacting with our um, energy field and it does. And all this stuff interacts with our energy field and um can decrease our cognition or the level of our um, comprehension. And also, it'll be half a light. So the informational light is not being, that we are gaining is only going to be um, in accordance to the message that we get from whatever that information in front of us is. Like I'm reading this right now, you know, that's the information I'm reading off of this thing right here. But I got to break it down to another way to where this information is not going to lead me or whatever like that, you know what I'm saying? So that's the reason, you know, that it's a read, you know what I'm saying? So when you read it, you get what you can, what you need out of it, you know what I'm saying? And, I mean, I wrote it, but it's all information that I've compiled over some time to put it together like it is. But right here, to awaken the pineal gland, the fraction of these items must completely be eliminated from my diet along with the white salt, sugar, rice, and flour. This is over time, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. But a, portion, a fraction of these things must be taken out of diet, as well as uh, not watch TV for a year, radio, for the for the extra low frequency or these toxins, these demons to be exercised, or exercised out of the body, uh, and to get that pineal gland to really start to bounce. Where you can actually feel the ping pong 360 type of uh, sonar effect, where this thing is moving do your meditations, and you might get a little throbbing right there once in a while. That means it's getting bigger, for one. The atrophy is off of it. You know, it might take, it took a while. It takes a little while, you know, for it to really jump in there. I participated with it personally a couple of times, you know, as you know. I haven't mentioned it 
before I had been on TV in eight years. Okay, give thanks. I've said it a thousand times. I know. But um, I guess in that transition, so I didn't even know about this information, but I guess in that transition, it helped develop the panel gland some, somewhere within that thing. I, you know what I'm saying? Got this thing. All right, so, you know, Dr. Valentine for instilling that information to me about what, um, you know, these ex-low frequencies as well as all the, you know, the hurts and also, you know, dealing with um, entrainment, but the aspect of what um, the uh, actual, um, what's called the flicker rate of the TV and how that um, flows within the hertz or within um, CPS click per second within our mind or brain wave frequencies and all, how those clicks and those hertz or those the flicker rate, which is now like 200 up to 224, something like that, per second, you know what I'm saying, that we are trying to register within our mind. All right, so um, you're back to this. When the power gland is online and awakening, hold on, hold on, hold on, yeah, right here. According to the method, yeah, when the power gland is online and awakening, it will speed up your learning and memory ability, enhance your intuition, wisdom, creativity, sharpen your awareness, uh, activate your psychic abilities, allow communion with the ancestors, internal and external melanin, and bring about the highest experience of bliss. Meditation, reading, researching, and obtaining knowledge of self, the world, and the universe will also generate an awakening. It's coming out of Melanin, a key to freedom, pages uh, 
a oneness with self and an inner peace. Melanin and the pomegranate are the keys to a deeper spiritual consciousness on which level human beings can integrate their understanding, knowledge to reach metaphysical truths that unlock the doors of the dark unconscious, bringing with it an emotional and psychological sense of security, a oneness with self, an inner peace. Hotel. Right, okay, so Ties, 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 Go to the pineal gland. And the pineal gland produces what? Melanin. But what is that infinite light? What is the tar again? Photons. Photons is what again? Melanin. So melanin to melanin. With the uh, old, with the adage about melanin. Um, let me see. What is it? Melanin. Communicates to melanin, basically. Isn't it the old adage? Everything that is melanin communicates to it. It's uh, what melanin communicates to melanin. Basically, melanin communicates to itself. So anything that holds melanin in it will communicate to myself. That's all things. So from that photon or from that particle all the way back into the energy that was emitted from nothing, Starts movement or that wave, you know, that movement. Yeah, so yeah, melanin and the pineal gland are very important. And so we want to get that pineal gland proper, have to be calcified, right? And um, you know, coming up on the 18th, 19th, and 20th is uh. Spring Equinox, Melanated event over at the um, at the God and Goddesses. So, you know, come down to it. I'll be there doing my thing and stuff. You know, you're gonna if you come, just be ready for an experience and to be able to gain that truth on your path and see what it's like. You know, you're already going through the transition. Otherwise, you know, you wouldn't even be listening in. But you can actually get some, you know, some practical applications in, get that Reiki on, um, get some Tai Chi, build that Chi up so you can actually start to, you know, learn learn some firsthand instructions on how to utilize it properly, gain it, you know, obtain, retain, cultivate. You know, that's the same as what melanin does, basically, you know what I'm saying, obtain, retain, and then generate that energy back out with it. So, you know, getting these cheat guns in, build up that energy signal or that, that uh basically that uh um, get that battery right, you know what I'm saying? But it's not really a battery with the folks reading. Bring that up to, you know, and the more more power, more cheat. So you want more cheat, more power or whatnot. So if you want that to get proper, let's get let's get building up your vitality. You know, that comes in different ways, but you want good vitality, you want to be around good energy. You know what I'm saying? I, you know, there's some crazy energy out here, what we're going to call crazy, crazy. But it's like you can flip it quick, you know, 
just being on a higher wave now. Earlier today, um, again, dealing with these so-called policy holders, these policy um, overseers, you know what I'm saying, police officers, policy overseers, they, uh, I was at, I ran, you know, I did my jogging thing, hard day Tuesday, you know, this Tuesday, it's Tuesday, but it's also my hard day workout, as you know, so I ran up the street to Walmart, got up there, I, I tend to, you know, since it's hard day, I do, I don't want to stop too much, you know, and just be breaking, to, you know, take about 20 minutes or so to run up the street, so I don't want to take a Ten minute break because I ain't walking. I got call somebody to pick me up from Walmart, but I I continue to work out while I'm up there. But I do tai chi or something, see guns. But today, out of three years doing this, police officer, the policy overseer pulls up and it's like, uh, "Excuse me, sir, uh, what are you doing?" Uh, and I was like, "I'm I'm doing tai chi. I'm, I'm you know demonstrating tai chi. I'm doing my morning. Basically, I said I was doing my morning exercise. I ran up the street, and then you know I." You want to break it, so I was doing my morning Tai Chi exercise. He said, "What's Tai Chi?" You know, this is an ongoing thing. But he said, "What Tai? What is Tai Chi?" And I explained it to him. So I said, "Tai Chi, slow moving martial arts, or whatnot." And uh, this is what you do with it, you know. And uh, he was like, "Well, I don't think you want to be doing that right here in front, of, you know, of, of Walmart. They might say something." And I explained to him, "I've been here for three years doing this, at least once a week when it's good outside like that." Because I run up there and do it, like I mentioned earlier. So he was like, well, I don't think you need to be doing that because someone may complain, you know, and everything. So he turns around, and he's he going back the other way, but then he turned back around. Well, actually, he was going up one way, then he turned back around, came back my direction, asked my name. And I was like, is that important? But then, I, was, I you know, I asked him, is that important? Then I said, well, okay, whatever. I gave him my name, and I spelled it and everything for him. I said, my name is so-and-so. You know, L, you know, whatever, all that good stuff. And, and then I said, I work at <laughs> the yoga studio on Main Street owned by Lynn Dyers. I'm the Tai Chi instructor up there. He said, oh, oh, okay, sir, okay, thank you, thank you. I mean, I mean, you know, I try to explain to him that. That's how I mean, not just excited. Ain't nobody saying nothing to me. I ain't said nothing to me. But he was bothered by this. Melanated brother with the smiling hairstyle and been do, you know, been two knots and stuff. You know, I got my beard jumping off in sports, you know, suit on, all black, dressing all black like an omen. You know what I'm saying? He don't know what the sign is. <laughs> he didn't understand the signal. You know, this high, high frequency. All he's seeing is a blurred vision because of his blockages and his lack of morality. But he want to get me off the scene. And, you know, we're dealing with a reality that's based on fear anyway. So he already operating in the realm to where any brother or sister that looking like very suspicious like that, I'm going to arrest this guy. And I had another incident like that two years ago at a hospital where we was on top, I was on top of uh, where the helipad is. I took a patient or a client from the group on there. And he stayed in about two hours, three hours normally. So I was like, I'm going to do my exercise that morning up there. Because if I don't get it in that morning at home, then I'll do, I'll try to get my uh, exercises and all or whatever I'm going to do that day out where, where I'm at. So I was up there, you know, at the park, on the parking deck right there at the top. And um, I'm doing my morning exercises. I got into my Tai Chi form, about 
10 minutes into it, it's long form, you know what I'm saying, about 13 minutes long. So about 10 minutes into it, almost at the end of it, I, I feel something behind me. And I look behind me, it's four security guard guys in a golf cart, you know what I'm saying, one of them coming to me, excuse sir, you mind stopping? Uh, and he, he asked me, he's like, what are you doing? And I explained Tai Chi. Yeah, he said the same thing. What is that? And I explained to him what it was and what it does and all that thing. Then uh, he said, well, we had a call that we might have a jumper up here about to jump off the side of the building. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because they seen me on the camera looking over the side of the building before I started doing Tai Chi. I was just, you know, in the meditative mind. I just looked over and gathered myself and got a couple of breaths, but, you know, they automatically jumped to the conclusion due to the spirit-based reality that this nigga was about to jump to his death because he, he insane or got some type of delusional reality based on some bullshit that may be going on in their life. You know, so they automatically jumping to a conclusion or whatever, jumping and jumping and jumping, jumping and jumping and jumping up or something. You know, they have something, and it, what they up to is trying to, uh, well, they're attempting to uh, always refocus that negativity out there. But, they, you know, they left. They told me, you know, it's like, uh, okay, sir, we are okay. I understand. One of them said, oh, I've heard of that. You know what I'm saying? It's like, well, just be careful. And uh, they may have told me not to do it right there, but I don't think I did it no more after that. I don't know. I can't remember. God did. I, we continued to go to that hospital. And, um, you know, I continued to park. Yeah, I didn't do it no more because I would read. I sit in the car, I go eat, go to Whole Foods, something up the road to eat, read, stuff like that. Or do it, and I did it in other places. I go to parks, I run. Yeah, yeah, I did. They told me, yeah. But it's all good. I just got doing it. It's all good, though. But, you know, see how we can change that frequency just by having a high, high uh, vibration. And I get thanks, you know what I'm saying? You know, um, I did start that to teach yesterday. My first class was at that, uh, Yoga studio, I was talking about. I get thanks on that too. You know what I'm saying? It's my passion right there. So I, I'll be there with Dr. Eileen Kadira and, and a host of others that will be uh, be around doing some things. You know, if I ain't doing nothing but uh, putting up a tent and uh, helping out with uh, moving things around, that's what it do. You know, everybody, uh, you know, can contribute their own work, their work, you know what I mean? So uh, I just think we're going to go ahead and spin out right here with uh, the hologram, the whole message. And please do check that out. I'm trying to tell you, you're going to have a good time. I, I've had a wonderful time each time I've went to these events. If I've learned something each time. It's always something new, you know what I mean? Even when I'll be flying, though, sometimes I'm in and out, back and forth. I got, you know, I got stuff to be like this. Family is good. Family can also be very distracting. But I love them all the same because it helps, you know. It really does. And uh, I get thanks. So um, I'll be there um, with bells on and getting to some of this uh, you know, increasing or strengthening our signal so that we can be able to uh, locate that in that non-local, you know what I'm saying? So we, we can go ahead and get that thing from that unseen and bring it back to the scene properly, you know what I'm saying? So we had a whole message, not half the message. 
So let's, let's get this. And, and also spread the word about these things right here. You know, it went, I, I, that class yesterday, one of the, the sisters came up. This was a Caucasian. She came up to me and she said, uh, Lee, you know, uh, Tachi is getting around. This is in my time. My time is kind of small. It's, it's one of them holding the wall cities and it's, it's no type of uh, alternatives to natural health or whatever to help or any type of modality of holistic living like that around. The yoga studio is the first, and she's not from this town. She brought it from another town here, and I noticed it or whatnot. Whatever, went up there and asked her about putting it. Well, it's all good. So in that walk, but one of them said, you know, uh, um, people are starting to talk about this Tai Chi stuff. And she didn't know, but she knew me. But anyway, so she was like, yeah, it's starting to thing around here. People really want to know about it. So that's what's up, you know. And, hey, I get thanks because I know what it's done for me in my life. And the Qigong, I mean, Qigong is more simple to learn. So we can do 100 Qigong and build up this signal properly. And it ain't the Tai Chi, you know. So Tai Chi is a little harder, not harder to learn, but it's more movements. Qigong's are less movement, so it's less memory, so it's, it's easier to learn. But it's also, you still build the same type of energy, so it's peace, you know what I'm saying? So y'all come on down and get everything that's going to be offered. You, you know, I promise you, you'll have a good time and you'll learn a lot. All right, because I have and, and will, <laughs> you know what I mean? All right, peace, prosperity, and protection. We close out with uh, with this burner right here. Nah, it's just. This is little old me. This is little old me. Kiss and Tricks Tuesday. All right. Stay blessed. Stay blessed. Yeah. Scientific breakthroughs. The unveilings. Spiritual revelations. The openings. That's fine. Hijacking the mind. What? Aluminum bonds with intelligence. Rewind the message. Merry Christmas. 13 indigenous immigrants. State of the unison. Addressing nothing. Foundations can ruin. Level to level. Fuck the embezzlement. Tales from the crib. Hitting blood rituals. 50 scores flying over California. Vacation. Flying dragons. Swords and daggers. Lions and tigers. Gotta get my parents or parish Tap into raw flesh Vampire, vegetarian I'm a malnutrition Chemically imbalanced Ethiopian in Helen Kush Blue projects get pushed Mold with the bush Standing on the middle line No defining Swirling dervish In between space and time It's a fix Tuesday Another news day North, east, west, south, west Not here to confuse the day Just diffuse the way uh, Another tip and fix Tuesday Tuesday 